The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2446. To borrow from another franchise, how is it that Moff Gideon has access to such wonderful toys like Dark Troopers and Strandcast Labs and blood transfusion experiments and so forth? Well, there is something about his past that indicates where he might have gotten it and also indicates what could be in store for us in future seasons of The Mandalorian. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So in thinking about Moff Gideon and how it is that he has access to so many different projects so far, so many unusual projects, and you know we've only seen what three of them or evidence of three of them maybe the you know strand cast bodies in those tubes are different from the blood transfusion things that dr pershing was working on maybe it's the same thing i don't know but it almost feel like there were different things anyway the reason why i think ties into moff gideon's history as a former member of the imperial security bureau and the reason why that's important has to do with the fact that the imperial security bureau is tied or was tied because we're talking about you know the past before the empire fell to the advanced weapons research department of the imperial military and as far as that department goes the most famous creation to come out of there is orson krennic's beloved death star the <laughs> project that would actually be the death of him as it turned out so here is the official deal on that department from wikipedia the imperial military department of advanced Weapons Research, simply known as Advanced Weapons Research, or by a whole bunch of other names, was an agency of the Galactic Empire responsible for the development of emerging technologies for use by the military. Weapons development fell under the arm of Imperial Intelligence while it looked to the Imperial Security Bureau to defend the agency's secrets. And this department was also responsible for the Genosian genocide to cover up the Death Star project. They were also responsible for something called Project Blackwing, which Wikipedia describes as a clandestine experiment to revive necrotic tissue. And you could go a couple of ways with the significance of that. Sticking within the Mandalorian, you could say, for example, that Project Blackwing information might be applied to whatever's floating in those tubes that we saw in Chapter 12 of The Mandalorian, but more importantly, that kind of information and experimentation would probably apply to the efforts to keep a body inhabited by the spirit of Emperor Palpatine alive, because as we've discussed in recent previous episodes, his spirit was just so evil that it was destroying all the bodies that his Sith cultists were trying to create for him, because they just hadn't perfected the process. This Project Blackwing, I suppose, could have been deployed to assist in that regard. But in the original trilogy time space, that 
Project Blackwing thing really turned out badly. It ultimately created something called the Sickness, which infected a bunch of stormtroopers and made them basically zombies. They were referred to as Death Troopers, oddly enough, in the Star Wars Commander mobile video game, but they were, for all intents and purposes, just zombie stormtroopers, not like the Death Troopers that we see in Rogue One, for example. So, how does Moff Gideon tie into this? Well, as a former member of the Imperial Security Bureau, he is part of the agency, or was part of the agency, tasked with keeping the secrets of advanced weapons research, which means he presumably had access to those secrets, at some level at least, and it seems like he is putting some of that knowledge into action by working with and deploying the Dark Troopers and this lab that he had on Navarro, and because he had at least a couple of things going, that does suggest that these are not the only irons that he had in the fire, which means that there may be other terrible things that can be unleashed in future seasons of The Mandalorian. And one of those dangers could actually be something revived from the Mandalorians themselves. And this could be the most horrific thing of all for surviving Mandalorians. We know that a great purge happened, and we've talked about that, where most of the Mandalorian population was wiped out. We don't necessarily know how this was achieved. We don't know the means by which the Mandalorians were killed and why Mandalore is now considered a cursed world by some Mandalorians. But what we do know is that there was a weapon created by Sabine Wren, who we of course met in Star Wars Rebels, called the Arc Pulse Generator. And it was a weapon that was designed to basically kill Mandalorians while they were in their Beskar armor. Now, in Star Wars Rebels, they actually destroyed what everybody thought to be the one existing version of the Arc Pulse Generator. And the mission in that particular Rebels episode was to destroy not only the existing model of it, but also to delete all the data from the Imperial databanks. And it was based on a Star Destroyer, so the Star Destroyer was blown up, the Arc Pulse Generator was blown up. We can presume that everything was destroyed about it, but it seems odd that the data would only be in a databank on a Star Destroyer. It would have to be somewhere else, you would imagine. And that's the kind of advanced weapons research that would fall under the protection of the Imperial Security Bureau. So if they have the information for the Arc Pulse Generator stored somewhere else in Imperial Data Vaults somewhere, which we know there are multiple data vaults based on Rogue One, then yeah, the Arc Pulse Generator could come back in future seasons of The Mandalorian, and that would be an existential threat for the rest of the Mandalorians who survived the Great Purge. And because it would be part of advanced weapons research, you would imagine, then as a member of the Imperial Security Bureau, Moff Gideon might know a thing or two about it as well. So yeah, Moff Gideon could have a lot of very dangerous other projects in the pipeline that we may encounter in seasons three and four of The Mandalorian. Even though he's been captured, this is probably not the end of his story or his time menacing what remains of The Mandalorians. And I'd love to hear from you. What other tricks do you think Moff Gideon has up his sleeve? Do you think that he is done in The Mandalorian or do you think that he is going to somehow get out of custody and live to fight another day. Please chime in at facebook.com slash sw7x7 or youtube.com slash sw7x7 or even home base for the show at sw7x7.com. I'd love to hear what you think. 
And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.